That's, that's good. Yep. And he's gonna because you don't because you don't really have to you don't really be like whooping up on him. Nah, like nah, that. nah, nah. Okay, I, I had enough of that in my childhood. Okay. Okay. So you're not you're not you're not gonna have to have that awkward moment where you try to whoop his ass, but he catch your arm mid air and be like, Nah, nigga, not today. My name is Keon, a.k.a. Almighty the DJ. I just remembered what the fuck it is I wanted to talk to you about. What? Ah, forget about it. We'll talk about it afterwards. In my name is Earl Lonnie Hooks, (laughs) (laughs) a.k.a. Young One with himself. Special thanks to everybody out there on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple, as well as YouTube. The God in me honors the God in each and every one of you. We are back yet again. We just keep doing this, man. We have to. We just we just keep coming back here every week and actually what doing would, this. What would people think if we just stopped? <laughs> they, well, they wouldn't care at all. They'd <laughs> so. ah. just be like, oh, remember that one time? I yeah. Oh, man, like they had that really cool thing that they were doing at one time. Like, I mean, a couple people might ask. But yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but we'd more so just get made fun of than any like actual curiosity about right, right. our lives or what we got going on. Yeah. But what's going on, man? Tell me about uh, we had a we had a great week. I had yeah, a great we week. Yeah. We had a great day. We did have a great together. Day. Um, we went out and we tackled one of the coolest places in Virginia that you can tackle the infamous, and I will use the word infamous okay. old rag. Yes, old rag. Nine point five miles. It's like loop. Yeah, it was a loop. Like twenty eight hundred feet of elevation. Elevation, yes, sir. Um, we went out there with two lovely women, Sylvia and Mikhail. Thank you, Sylvia and Mikhail, for joining us. Thank you so much. You guys made it infinitely better. Yeah, yeah. Than it, it would have been if it was just us yes, two together. Yes, yes. You guys are extremely entertaining. The, the duo that is Sylvia and Mikhail. You yes. guys are very funny. Um, I like, I, I enjoyed every bit of you guys being there. You definitely made it more fun. And go make more videos together. Yes, do that. I, I, yeah, I make fun of you guys about it for not doing it. And it's just one of those things when you just see wasted potential. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's, I think that's what it is. It's wasted. I look at them both. I've seen the video that they put together and they have such great chemistry because a lot of this, like what we do mm-hmm. and a lot of what, what brings greatness. Matter of fact, fuck that. Hold on a second. This episode is brought to all of us by this following phrase. All right. The path of least resistance is rarely the path of wisdom Mm. and or greatness. Those Mm. are interchangeable. Okay. And I say that because how, how, how many episodes do you think someone has to listen to of the Any Last Words pod before they get a decent idea of what we're about, how we do things, how we set stuff up, our personalities, what well, they can, what they may be able to expect in the future. How many episodes do you think someone has to watch? I feel like we really- To be a fan. To be a fan. I feel like we really pour our heart and soul mm-hmm. and a lot of character and personality um, into every single pod. Mm-hmm. And we- you know, we kind of put ourselves, we, we we put ourselves out here to these people. So I feel like within each episode, they definitely get to know us pretty well. We show some side of ourselves that, you know, 
that just really gives people those that that inner look into our souls. Yes. Um. So as far as how many episodes, the pulling I, back of the curtain. If you I will. would. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. I would say maybe five or six. Five or that's what I was thinking. I was yeah. gonna go five, but yeah, five, five or six for sure. Yeah, because you have to make sure it's not a fluke. Like, oh, they talked about this one time, but on this other one, they didn't talk anything about this. Uh-huh. So now I have to listen to at least like two or three more yeah. to sort of understand what their what their wave is, right? What their understanding of things are, how they relate to things, how they try to get the relation between things and them to us, the listeners, uh-huh. which is huge part delivery. Clearly, the reason that this episode is brought to you or brought to us by that phrase is because I will we differ in this. I'm not about the path of least resistance. I believe that you happen to be that person. We've Uh, talked about this before. Anybody that just depends on what I'm doing. What what was the last path that you took? What was the last action you took where you felt like, I know before going in, going into this, there's going to be resistance, but I, I just have to do it for whatever reason. I love this thing, or this is really what I want to do, or it's for the greater good. I um, got to do this thing. But I know someone's going to fight me on this. Someone? Or something. Some element of life. Like some, okay. You know what I mean? Because uh, I feel I, like- I started going back to school at the age of 29 while working a full-time job, having a kid, and- a fiance at home. Oh, okay. You won. No, now, okay. That's that's a great that's a great story. That's a great way to set this up. From the beginning, now I, I brought all this together to say if you've listened to this podcast for five episodes, six episodes, I feel like you get the vibes. You understand that we are going to say some things, and on this episode particularly, depending upon where this goes or how long we want to be here. I might say some things that might lose us some listeners, (laughs) might gain us some others. We'll just see how it goes. But I'm not taking the path of least resistance because there's no fun. There's no growth there. Right. I realize that you don't you don't gain wisdom from always trying to run away from the problem in itself. I've said this plenty of times. I'm the type of person that likes to look trouble. That likes to look truth. In the face. Right. I'm not running looking for confrontation, but I damn sure don't back down or shy away from it. So we're going to say some things. I'm going to definitely say some things on this one. They're going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. I know it'll be really <laughs> interesting to see how you uh, how you respond to me All right. with, with, for some of them. But it'll make for good content. All right. And another thing, and this goes for, you know, I, I like to lead with love, but... This is a this is a this is a niche kind of love. For these podcasts that have a character that is the contrarian for the sake of being a contrarian, you guys got to find something else. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got to find something else. I don't because when I come here and I and again I'm gonna we're gonna talk about some things that are like kind of weird or whatever the case may be. But if you've listened enough, you know it's the case. If you're just coming on this one, just buckle up. I don't like when people do things just for is, is you know the clickbait, clout chasing, contrarian. I'm just gonna do whatever I can to to ruffle the feathers mm-hmm. of whomever. Mm-hmm. That's not what I'm about. If the ruffling of feathers occurs, or I I somehow 
you know, speak contrary to some conventional way of thought, that's just because that's what I think Mm. or because I'm in the process of thinking about the thing in itself. Right. And I just like to come on my platform and have conversation with you, my friend, about things that are going through my mind and I may still be workshopping. But I have the balls to come here and do it again, not taking the path of least resistance and being safe. Mm-hmm. That's not the path of greatness or wisdom. So we'll, we'll, we'll see how this goes now. Wasted potential. <laughs> Mikhail and Sylvia, go make the videos, whatever it is. I don't care what it is. Just make the videos. Make sure y'all are both in the camera and you're both talking at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Give I, that I, content to the world. Yeah, man. I feel like it's this when we talk about people doing that. Fuck it. Let's just hop into it. The hike was a great time. Go there. If you live in Virginia or anywhere near Old Rag, 9.5 miles, 2,800 feet of elevation. Awesome rock scramble. Awesome rock scramble. Um, The, the elevation at the very beginning sucked. It two did and, suck. First two and a half miles was all uphill. Trash. And you, you need to be prepared for that. Bring trekking poles. Yes, if you own them. If you didn't hear what I said before about trekking poles a while ago, it's good for your breathing. It keeps your it keeps your back straight so you can breathe. Respiratory system's good. You don't want to be contorting your back as you're using your legs and your quads trying to get up a steep hill, whatever the case may be. It helps you get a point of contact with your upper body and the ground. So now it's a full body workout. Say you burn like 30% more calories, some shit like that. I don't know. But it's good. Gives you a little more stability. A stability. More, a oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, stability. That's the best thing that yeah. people use it for. Knees, joints. Yes. If you're breaking down, get those. Yep. You still want to get out and have a good time, go yep. get those. Okay. It definitely help. All right. I, I'm, all right. Let's just hop into, into one of these things. All right. I listened back to the last podcast. Okay. Every once in a while, I'll go back and listen to an episode. I'll just, you know, pick little parts. I'll just go through and listen to stuff. There was a point in which you said, I believe we were talking about Dr. Carl Hart. And you said, as a black man, I understand something, something, something. Mm-hmm. Right. You could fathom yourself saying something like that. Yes. I've heard this phrase a lot as a blank. You fill it in as a woman, as a black man, as a this, as a that, whatever mm-hmm. you like. You, I, I assume that that means that you have a particular insight mm-hmm. that people would not have if they do not fit that description. Is that um, roughly well, what that means? Like roughly, yes. I can't say that that's going to be the, the you know one hundred percent of the time, right? But roughly, yes. But when you fathom people saying that. You know, as a black man, what what else follows that? Like, what else could you see people? You, it's a it's an obligation. Sometimes people have as a black man. I feel as though I need to, yeah. or I have to speak um, on. Yeah, as a black man, you know, what I'm saying I understand where this other black man is coming from, or something like that. Right. Like, okay. Just because there's certain, you know, just general experiences that people feel. Um, you know, within their own communities or races mm. or cultures. Right. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. So I've never said that right. line before. And I thought about why I've never said that line. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, I was trying to think back. I said, I've never, I never remember myself saying as a black man, I feel as though I have to 
put whatever on my shoulders or I have to surmount whatever issue is ahead of us. I have to speak for whatever the case may be. I've, I've usually thought I don't necessarily want to come from that perspective. Okay. I think that we could probably agree that if you could find something and a lot of greatness comes from transcending through demographics. Right. You could take Dave Chappelle, for instance. He's fucking greatest of all. I'm calling him the the GOAT. Not one of the GOATs. The greatest of all time. He's amazing. Right. Some people that, there are certain people that do things and they're so great at what they do. It's so nuanced in what they do. So intricate, so deep. Other people can't quite get a grasp on how it is they do it. But they do it so well that it transcends through races and religions and creeds and backgrounds and all this sort of stuff. And you wonder how you can tap into that. Right. I personally think that what is best for all people isn't you isn't always what's best for one type of person. Right. That I mean, I, I think that that's reasonable to say. No, that's reasonable. What's best for one type of person isn't what's best for all people, but what's best for all people is going to be best for any one of these one groups we're talking about because it subsumes yeah. all those people. Yeah. So I never thought like, well, as a black man, I got to. I usually just thought, well, as a person that cares, as a person that wants to see the betterment and the progression of human beings and the, mm-hmm. the together, the melding of different people then so-and-so-and-so, whatever uh-huh. the case may be. And if you're talking about a certain insight, I've always thought, well, as a logical, considerate, aware person, blah, 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 blah. Right. I, I've never felt like whatever I had was was due to the color of my skin. Uh-huh. And there have been many, many times, and maybe, you know, we're, we're splitting hairs here because, we're, you know, we're talking about the rule and not the, and we're not talking about the exception. So I've been around certain people in which they were not my color, not my gender, but they understood a lot of things that you would put underneath the supposed understanding of a black man or Mm. something like that. And they don't say, well, as a white woman, I go out of my where I feel as though I need to. They're just like, yeah, I just think it's it wasn't is what needs to be done like mm-hmm. for the betterment of people. So I just find I think it's interesting when people do that, because a lot of the times what I think is happening is it's a sense of nobility that doesn't necessarily need to be there. Mm-hmm. Like it's a, I think it's a false sense of nobility sometimes when people use it thinking that they have a certain insight that other people or a certain insight or understanding that other people can't tap into. Mm-hmm. But if these other people were to talk to other people, have real honest discourse and do some research, read some books, like tap into you, other you things. Think that, you think that we would probably see a lot of ourselves in them? Yes. Okay. Yeah, but did you know that's just how I feel about yeah. humans. I feel like that's usually the case, and we just get hung up on a bunch of other dumb shit. Right. And you again, you create these little factions. Yeah. And that's the case. Well, go ahead. I don't know. I think you're right. Before and, I get into something specific, specific, go ahead. Okay. 
Um, I definitely think you're right about that. Um, it is kind of a this false sense of nobility that doesn't really need to be used. Um, but I think a lot of the times people use stuff like that, especially in the black community, because in the black community, you know, just I mean, not OK, no, no, no. I'm not going to say in the black community. People use that within different races and different cultures, I feel like, because you're right. We are just a bunch of factions out here. We are mm-hmm. just a bunch of different groups and we have differences and we have certain stereotypes about us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I feel like we kind of we kind of inadvertently just kind of take all that shit that we see out there mm-hmm. and we kind of just suck in certain things. You whether personalize they're good or bad. it. Yeah. yeah, you personalize. And, and that's I was kind of thinking that earlier. I mean, not earlier, but when you were when you were sitting here just talking, I'm just thinking like, well, you know, a lot of that stuff just feels personal to the people that are saying it. And maybe it is, maybe it isn't, but it doesn't mean that that same thing isn't necessarily personal to some white guy. Too. Right. Okay. So, so I get what you're saying. Right. Because um, what I, because it can you could very easily think of mental exercise. You could very easily think of a time when someone black is talking to someone white and being like, "Well, listen." As a black person, now you, what you're saying when you use that in that situation yeah. is because clearly I'm interested. If you you're listen to five or six episodes more, drawing the line you're, the d- you're drawing the line. You're <laughs> saying, well, listen, I have a special badge to talk about this. You do not. You need to listen to me. And that's not to say that that person shouldn't listen to you. Mm-hmm. They should. But you should also listen to them. It was that whole thing with the fucking Joe Budden podcast I told you about mad long ago where he was just like, you're white. Shut up. Yeah, and it's like, see, it's, that's a lot. But, you, but this is but this is <laughs> to me a more subtle way of doing it. Uh-huh. This is a subtler way of doing it. Well, listen, as a black person. This is how I think. And then you looking at somebody when you say that and it makes them feel inferior as though they're not allowed to really speak on it because they can't they can't hit that qualifier like you can't. Mm-hmm. They can't say that. Well, let me ask you this. What about what if we're talking about something like prejudice when it comes, you know, if we're if we're if we've got if we've got I mean, set it up for me. If we've got one white guy here, one black guy here and they're going back and forth about prejudices. Okay. Um, I'm, I, don't, I don't even know if that's a word. <laughs> yes, yes. Pre- yeah, preju- prejudices. Prejudices. It, just, yes. it sounded kind of dumb. Yeah, prejudice I. I. <laughs> no, pre- prejudices, um, yes. Uh, and they're talking about, you know, different prejudices. It's just, it really sounds dumb when I say or, it. Or whether um, they truly exist within a certain culture or not. Uh, yeah, because maybe. that's usually But it's just thing. like, in, in a general sense, I think that black people see themselves as being as as you know, as uh, as was, I think black people a lot of the time see themselves as being the one that is under that prejudice, not white people. I think that's where a lot of it comes from. They see, unfortunately, and I'm not saying that all black people do this. I'm not saying that we, that <laughs> black people, for whatever reason, maybe just see white people as the higher ups mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I think oh, that- well, we, that's all we have time for today, guys. We're going to have to cut this off right here. Sorry. I'll come <laughs> no. back next week. No, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I just think that the way that the world has been set up over the last hundred years, white people are generally put on this pedestal okay. um, in, in different hierarchies and in within society um, as it is. So a lot of black people, you know, they'll say, you know, I mean, as a black man, because like, you know, what I'm saying like 
unfortunately, like we all down here and shit, while y'all are all up there and shit. I'm, I think that a lot of black people. Now, I wasn't using it in that term when on when, the last yes, when you said on it, the yes. last pod, yes. but I think that's where a lot of it comes from. They a lot of black people might see as white people as just far, far and away up there somewhere living living this lavish and luxuri- luxurious life away from stereotypes and away from racism and away from things that we're experiencing down here over here i'm glad i'm glad you know i'm glad that you said that because that brings another point up and this is also something that i spoke about on the last podcast uh-huh. but i said it in passing and then when i listened to it i was like oh wait no that deserved a little bit more than that I talked about beauty privilege for a second. Yeah. And then I said, yeah, it's one of those things that people don't usually calculate in there. Now, this is the point I was talking about. We could lose some listeners here. We could gain some. Just listen. Let's see where we get with this. Mm. This is not usually something people calculate in their victim stacking. Mm. So when I say victim stacking, another mental exercise for everybody listening here. We're just going to have some a little bit of fun with this. Okay. <laughs> Everyone says that they're oppressed. L- Everyone. Mm-hmm. You can't name me a faction of people on this planet that don't say they're oppressed. Even if you want to bring white males into it, mm-hmm. in 2020, they're going to tell you, with certain things going on, they feel oppressed or they feel like they're being told to shut up. They can't speak on certain topics. They don't, whatever the case may be. I want to know the point system for victims. I want to know the point system for victimization. Mm -hmm. Who has it the worst? (laughs) If so let's take a human being. Let's take a default like a human being, and we I, put and I, we put. I have an answer for that question. Okay, you, well, you want to go ahead, shoot it out. Poor people. Okay, it doesn't matter what race you are. If, okay, if you don't have money, mm-hmm. generally you start in the game of monopoly with zero with zero dollars. Yeah, if, if, if you <laughs> and they telling you just pull yourself up your bootstraps and go buy Park Place, yeah. If you don't have money, you're going to get the most hate out of anybody. Doesn't matter what color you are. And that's just capitalism. Okay. Which is just what the shit storm that we're in. Okay. So, all right. So we'll, we'll, we'll get into that in a second. So let's take a default person. You can just look at them in grayscale right now. This is just a silhouette of a human being. Mm-hmm. If I put black skin on them, let's say, are we going to give them like, you know, like minus five points? (laughs) Like, is that like, we can just arbitrarily give them a point system. Minus five? That sound Uh, good? You're worse off, you're worse off than... Sure. For the sake of what you're saying, yeah, we'll give him minus five. Okay, if you're a woman, is, is that... Negative four is it negative three points? How many point? How oppressed are women versus black people versus black skin? How oppressed are vaginas versus black skin? Mm, are we so we're ranking them on the totem pole here? Well, yeah, we are because people 
And the, the point I'm getting to, by the way, is not that there is not oppression, oppression that takes place in the world. Mm-hmm. My point is. When certain people talk about it, I'm trying to figure out exactly all the different things that they calculate to get their very unique and individual niche victim status. Because I think that there are a lot of people, some people that I even know that are going through turmoil inside. And my job is always to try to help that if I can by falsely looking at themselves and maybe people close to them as victims to the world when they don't necessarily have to, because now I'm about to bring it to you on the other side of the spectrum. Mm -hmm. So let's say you got negative five points because, because you're black (laughs) and you got negative three points because you're a woman, you're a negative eight. Now you're, you're negative eight. You, you're, you're negative eight points oppressed Uh in the world. But let's say you're fucking gorgeous. You're beautiful. Every time anyone sees you, it's like, yeah, you're you are a good looking person. You know, I don't mean you got to be Beyonce, but just in regular world, like you're a good looking person. How many points is that? Because that needs to be that needs to be factored into your being as a human. It's certainly, in the opportunities that back. In, in the opportunities that present themselves, exactly. Yeah. Right. So you could give that however many you feel like it should be there. But that brings them lower on the scale of victimization. Mm -hmm. Now, let's say you had the opportunity to have decent schooling, education, because, by the way, and there's another thing I'm going to bring in. Well, let me just do this first. Let's say you have both of the parents in the house. Right. Some of the top indicators So what some professionals would tell you, some of the top indicators of success are two parent households growing up in one of those. Right. And education level. Okay. Intelligence. So if that's the case, if you grew up in that household or you had good education, decent education, whatever the case may be. Now, how many points does that give you? How many points does that take away on top of you being a good looking person? You don't, again, you don't got to be a 10. I'm just saying a good looking person. Right. These things grant opportunities they to do. you that other people aren't looking at. And they see themselves as only a victim in the world. And all I'm saying is this isn't the case for everybody. OK, but I think that people just like the indicators for wellness in the gross national happiness I was talking to you about. It matters. You look at the world in a more holistic way. Right. You start looking at more of the pieces, more of the mechanisms to the entire machine, as opposed to the things that you feel like just hinder you or harm you. And it's just it's, and it's just not the case. And some of the times in certain situations, depending upon where you are, or what it is you're doing, those things that you think are hindering you in life could possibly be helping you. But I feel like people don't like to get into the meat and potatoes. People don't like to really dissect the way things are helping or hurting them. Well, yeah, I mean, because people are beneficiaries a lot of the time of things and they don't know it. And that I don't know, it kind of you're right, because it kind of that kind of furthers the point I was trying to make um, just a second ago. A lot of those things, a lot of uh, the whole pedestal thing, right? People on the pedestal. Mm -hmm. It's really no one's actually thinking about that. That's just some subconscious shit. Right. 
Right. Okay. So then that's another way of saying that we need to find different ways of working other things into our other ways of thinking into our subconscious. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty much the point that I was getting to not coming here to be inflammatory, not coming here, you know, point fingers and tell people, nah, you're not really going through nothing, but it's just another, it's just another level of awareness. It's another level of investigation into one's own life, Mm -hmm. counting your blessings. Like, okay, Maybe these couple of things in every situation don't get me in the door, mm-hmm. right? They don't get my foot in the door. But in other situations, does it? And these other things that I'm just neglecting about myself that I was just given, am I am I taking that for granted? Or do those give me some of my victim points back? Like, does that, does that lessen? Does that cut the fat off of the victimization that I believe myself to have been going through my entire life. Mm-hmm. Am I as big of a victim and uh, someone that has been oppressed my entire life as, as I thought that I was? Like, it's, I feel like it's a good conversation to just to have with yourself, uh-huh. to have with people around you that may share some of the same views. But you got to be honest. You just have to be honest about these conversations, because when I go through life, and I hear things like someone around me say, well, you know, as a black man, you should understand this. Like, you should feel this pain. I'm like, mm, be honest with you. Don't. Sorry. <laughs> no, I don't. I, I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. Right. I don't know what you're talking about simply because I'm black. I may be able to, to, to sympathize with something that you're going through simply because I'm using emotional intelligence and I'm thinking about the certain circumstances that put you in a hole or put you in a bad place. And I can see that. Right. Just because I'm using my mental faculties. Right. But it's not just because I'm black and I and I grew up with these because that's not the case. Uh I grew up with with a beautiful family, aunts. Dad, mom, brothers, sisters, people, everybody taking care of me. I went to camps, never had to worry about any sort of money or anything like that. I I had my lunches. I I had fun. I grew up fucking swimming and doing archery and riding bikes and riding horses and having fun, talking to people. And, And I know that I went to a place where I was able to get a good education. I chose to fuck it off. (laughs) <laughs> but I could have gotten a much better education than I did had I chose to. Right. But I didn't choose to reap the benefits that were in front of me. Mm-hmm. And so you, you like, I just want people to take a little bit more accountability for maybe some of the spots that they're in. Mm-hmm. That's really the point that I was getting to on that. Mm-hmm. Now, I will further it. As a black man... You and I, I guess, should understand what it is (laughs) to the community to support local black businesses. Yeah. (laughs) The question I have for you is now... You, I I am carrying the burden mm-hmm. of having to support, and you already somebody might say, "Well, it shouldn't be a burden. You should want to do it because they got." Listen to me. 
I have the burden now. I have the, let's call it the responsibility. Uh-huh. I have the responsibility as a black man to support local black owned businesses. Right. Okay. Because how does it look that other people do it, but I don't? I guess that that would be the the excuse. That would be the justification on the on someone's side that's telling me I need to support them. Which yeah. is like, I mean, we're just like you got like these other people support their own, and some of these other people also support us. But what are you doing? You out here just still buying their shit? Like you not gonna do nothing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cornball brother. Like, who who like? What are you really about the cause? Are you really about the advancement of us? Like what are you doing? I could see that being the case. Right. Right. It's 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 viable option. The question I have for all of us here today is how far does that obligation go? If the business sucks, how fervently and how long am I required to support this business? With my hard-earned dollars. Mm -hmm. For you all listening out there, again, I'm going to say that this episode is brought to all of us by the path of least resistance is very rarely the path of greatness or wisdom. I have a certain process for this podcast. I I have a process for this podcast that Keon... You, my great friend, does not know about. There are things that I do outside of our conversations, outside of talking about on the pod to make the pod better. Many, many things that I do. And at some point I'll talk about all of them. But it's I do a lot of things that nobody would ever see behind the scenes because you would never know. Mm -hmm. You always just see somebody doing well, but you never know the things that people did in order to get there. Mm -hmm. Right. I do a lot. I put a lot into this. Why do I do that? For many reasons. One of them being because this is something I love to do. This is my form of expression. This is how I get what's inside out. This is my shit. Right. Art. I need it. It is my art. This is art. This is what I do. I mix the paints and I put them on the canvas. This is what I'm doing. Another reason is because y'all are listening to me. So when y'all listen to me and I talked to you about this yesterday, I've talked about it with mad people that it's are close still to me. It's very surreal that you all listen to this. Y'all keep <laughs> coming back and listening for some reason. <laughs> y'all keep coming back and clicking every week and more of you every week. And that's awesome. Now, for someone with a boisterous sort of attitude as I have or personality, you, a lot of times people just think, and I've gone through this, I've been on this planet for 30 years, so I just know. A lot of people think you're just an asshole. You don't really care. You just you just reap all the benefits of compliments and people supporting you, but you don't give none back. You don't really give a fuck. Again, you listen to five or six episodes of this, you know that that's not me. Right. Okay? I am floored by the response that we've gotten by doing this podcast. Absolutely. Extremely humbling. We've talked about it a million times. We have. It means a lot to us. We love we love all of you guys. We love every single one of you. Like it's it's awesome that you guys connect and the things that we're saying really resonate with the spirit inside of you whatever it is is going on. And some of you actually reach out to us. A thousand percent. And you know, you have questions, you ask us to do things. Um it's it's, it's been really crazy. Like I I, I think about it 
all the time. Which makes like, the podcast way better <laughs> yeah. because if they're great and they're feeling good and they're over the moon about mm-hmm. what we're doing, mm-hmm. then we feel great and we feel over the moon. And it's just a bilateral. It yeah. just it just goes in circles. It's a never ending cycle. Exactly. So because of that, I feel the responsibility to come out and give you all the best every time. I'm always thinking about what to bring into the podcast, how to deliver it, how to make it relatable, whatever the case may be. I think about this podcast a lot of my time. Mm-hmm. And so if any of you have thought about the the trajectory of this podcast through content and delivery and whatever it is we're, we're doing on here, that's a lot of it. It's just motherfuckers sitting down thinking about stuff, going through life and thinking about stuff. But I always bring it back here because I'm grateful that you all listen. And that's huge because I'm not about to waste your time, which again I've told you yesterday, I feel like is the most valuable thing on this planet, right? Is our time without it. We just, we not, we not here. Nope. <laughs> right. So it matters how you use your time. If you guys are here listening to my voice, this very moment, you're giving me what I, I don't give a fuck how you look at your time. I look at your time as the most valuable thing you have. Yep. I don't give a fuck what else you got, how you look at those things. I look at your time as the most valuable thing you have. Yep. And you're giving it to us. Yep. So I, in turn, am not going to disrespect and be negligent of the fact that you're giving that away to me. I'm going to take that. And I'm going to try to give you the best that I possibly can. That's the way that I look at business. That's the way that I look at interactions, transactions, energy, conversations. If you're going to give me that attention, that effort, that time, I'm giving it back to you in spades. I believe it. Now, if you are a local business and I don't see you giving that back to me. Mm-hmm. You just expect me to fuck with you and support you on the strength of you simply being a local black business. And that's supposed to be my obligation as a local black man. <laughs> I don't respect that idea. Uh-huh. I don't respect that idea. I, 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 I what do you, what do you follow on this? I, I don't, I don't um, Well, first of all, I mean, I get the whole black thing, but I'm going to speak from a general sense, because if Mm -hmm. that's happening with any business. Right. I'm not giving you my money whatsoever. Right. Um, Now, how long does it take for you to for me to. Okay, so you don't feel like you have a special obligation for black owned businesses then. Um, um, Tricky, isn't it? (laughs) You know. Okay, I, I I do feel like I do I do feel like I have an obligation to put money back into my community in whatever way that I can. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if it if it's if it's not up to par with what I'd like it to be, if mm-hmm. if I'm not getting my money's worth out of it, then nah, I'm not going to continue to. Support. And that's my whole point: is we have to look at things on the spectrum. So you're not. You're not supporting these people because they're necessarily local and black. You're supporting them because, well, they're local. They're around. You can get to them easily. Yeah. But because whatever they're giving is quality. Yes. That's So that's what people need to say. I'm willing to spend money, my hard-earned dollars, on 
somebody that is giving me a proper service. Yeah. That's really all it has to be. It doesn't have to be. You don't. We don't have to put these other qualifiers in it. That's not what it is. Because mm-hmm. if somebody, again, I love thought experiments and I love using extremes for thought experiments because a lot of people don't like when you use extremes, but it, it sets a marker so we know where we can stop with things in the conversation that can be held with inside the parameters. Okay, right. it builds parameters. You are not fucking with anybody that you feel like is spreading the wrong messages or are putting the wrong things in people's bodies or is just lackluster and really not. They're just, you're not interested or entertained by what they're doing in the slightest, but they got black skin. So you're just going to do it. That's not why you do things. So I feel like we just have to, again, Peel back the layers and further investigate why we're actually going to support something and when we're not going to. Because simple local and black does not do it for me. Mm. You need to show me. You got to be on par. You got to show me that you're trying. You got to show me that you respect me as much as you expect me to respect you. Mm. And that's and so that's that I'm all with the. With the local businesses, I love. I've you see me go out and touch on numerous mm-hmm. local businesses in the area. I'm with that shit, but you got to show me that you're trying. Mm-hmm. You got to show me that you care about what it is you're doing, and more than that, you got to show me that you care about the people that are trying to support you. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I feel that. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. This might not go so bad today. <laughs> actually, now that I like got into it, sometimes in my mind I'm just like, man, like they're not gonna like this. Like, but you got, but what are you gonna nah, do? Not any, say it. Anybody, anybody that's really thinking about what you're saying and not taking it personal um, mm-hmm. is going. I feel like has to agree with that because there's no point in supporting. I don't care what it is, black, white, Asian. There's no point in supporting a business. That isn't giving get your if you're not getting what you need out of it. Yeah. Not at all. Now, if I'm if I'm if if someone puts two business cards on this table right now and one of them is a coffee business for, you know, some locally lo, some locally owned coffee business that's owned by some white guy, some white guy named Bob. OK. And then there's Bob's coffee, Bob's coffee. And then there's another card here for a locally owned coffee business owned by a black brother named Jamal or something like that. If you're asking me which one I'm going to pick first. Yes. I'm probably going to pick that black guy. Okay. And I'm going to go to him yes. and I'm going to see if I like what I'm getting out of that situation. Yes. And if I don't, I don't know that I'm going to go and see what Bob's doing, but I am certainly going to go somewhere else and get my coffee. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. And, it's, and it's I reasonable. might, and, and you know, it, I don't know. I might just see that black face and just feel some sort of familiar, connection, connection, yes. familiarity, yeah. and just be like, oh, you know, I'm and, you, check and it out. you want you want to see him do well because yeah. maybe wherever you're at, you don't see too many people. Like I listen, the idea of supporting these businesses is not beyond me. Yeah. <laughs> like I completely understand why people would want to. I'm just saying there are caveats to that. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not just supporting you just fucking cuz. Mm-hmm. Just like I'm not going to feel a connection with you and just understand everything you're going through simply because you decide to try to look at it through a black lens mm-hmm. and then fit me inside of that. 
and be like, oh, well, you got to understand. You black. No, nigga. I, no, I grew up in the suburbs. Actually, you know hey, what? I grew up in the suburbs the- with great family, great <laughs> money, with good education. I'm the good. Situation no. that I just, the situation that I just put out here right now actually happened to me over the summer. Um, I, I like tropical smoothie. I like their smoothies. Okay. I go there and I get smoothies, um, you know, every so often. Great place. I Shout would, out to the Chia, Chia Banana Boost. Shout out to the Avocolada. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, shout out to the Caribbean Sunburst with the real oranges. Caribbean Seaburst. Yeah, they, Seaburst? They, they, yeah ah. Caribbean Seaburst. They discon- discontinued it. But it, yeah, shout uh, out shout out to that. Yeah, they some hoes for that. Yeah. Um, I had the opportunity. I was put on to a black owned smoothie business not too far away from me. Mm. Um, actually a little bit further away than the tropical smoothie would have been for me. I'm pulling up. And then I decided, I was like, yo, I'm gonna go check them out. Right. I'm gonna go see what they own. If they got good smoothies, this is a place I'm gonna go to. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I went there. The smoothies were great. Oh. And that's a place that I I think I've been to maybe twice. Yeah. Um, I haven't been there too often, but I haven't been to tropical smoothie in a while either. Yeah. But that's a place that I would go to. I went there. The smoothies were good. They weren't overly expensive. Yeah. They were probably on par with Tropical Smoothie. Right. It's owned by a black man, and that's a plus to me. Yeah. That is a plus to me. Again, not beyond me to be able to understand that. Like, that's... (laughs) I I understand that decision. If you walked in there, and they sort of looked at you like, yeah, man, like, what you... Like, what do you want? What do you (laughs) you want? You want us to put the spinach in there with with the banana? Okay, yeah, sure, we got it. Keon orders up here. No, have a great day. No, nothing. And a smoothie that's, was like, no, that's kind, whack. It was kind of okay, but you were like, ah, oh, I gotta go back though. They local and no, they black. I gotta I'm not go gonna back. feel guilty about that. Okay, I'm just, I'm especially, glad that we can open as, up the conversation and say these things, especially as with two people that come from strong customer service backgrounds. Yes, I'm not playing that shit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. If you don't, if you don't, if you not, if you're not giving me customer service, I'm not. We going haven't talked about customer give, service in a while. Yeah, I know it's been a while. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give you my money. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. not saying that you gotta, you know, suck my dick when I come in there. But like, oh, I'm so glad that you said suck my dick. Okay, so, <laughs> but you are going to give me some whoa, good customer hey, service. Hey, wait, 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 whoa, wait, whoa, 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 <laughs> what? <laughs> Whoa, whoa! I just said I'm so glad you said suck my dick. Hold on, wait, wait, yeah. there, wait, that was going somewhere. Hold on, wait. Mikey's gonna edit that out. Hold He's on. gonna edit that. Hold on. <laughs> the reason I'm glad you said suck my dick okay. is because I was thinking about something, and okay, so we now we gotta have some fun. Clearly, we're off of that, all of that other stuff. Is because. You and I spoke about something a long time ago. For anybody that doesn't know, Keon and I, it doesn't matter if this is episode 52 that we're recording right now. We're amateurs. A lot of times we don't know what the fuck we're doing. There have been at least, there. I, I believe that there are eight to ten episodes that haven't aired because they were trash. We deem them trash. Maybe at some point in time we, may, we release them. Who knows? We'll see. You just wanted me on there uh, taking a piss. During the recording, yes. like I'm just, you can hear the whole stream. Yes, it's just it wasn't it wasn't good. We weren't being very professional about it. No. We didn't really know what we were doing. We sometimes, sometimes I was out in the driveway in my car, hoping that the Wi-Fi was working, <laughs> using gaming headphones, using a gaming headset. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you know, you learn, you go on. Well, you know what? I think that episode actually aired though. I feel oh, like that, that one might have aired. That may have because that was a little bit later on. Yeah, but anywho, so. What I'm trying to say is there have been, I believe, two occasions where we thought we were recording and it didn't. Oh, yeah. 
one of them. I think we were having a little couple drinks. We were talking super crazy on there, and I'm glad that none of that stuff came on. And we've talked about that since. <laughs> that would have been wild, and that definitely wouldn't have been the path of least resistance. There would have been there would have been resistance. Yeah. Um. And the other one. Oh, well, that was just off of technical difficulties. We thought that it was recording. Yeah. At the end of the day, it yeah. didn't record. Yeah. And then the other time, I thought we were recording. That one was your fault. Yeah. You stopped me midway through. and was like, you're going to kill me. We're not recording right, right. now. Well, we were recording on my end. That's the time I want to go back to. Okay. I want... I've been thinking a whole lot about security, like I talked about in the last podcast, comfortability... And a lot of times, I don't think that people give a fuck about guys' comfortability in sexual experiences or encounters. Okay. So, I would like for you to talk about... Now, this isn't something, I guess, you were necessarily uncomfortable with. But I want to talk about the time that you... The times, I guess, where you had to sort of tussle with a chick to... Because that got lost through the ether. That, and the people need to know about that this. That wasn't, yeah, that episode didn't there. Just, 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 just set us up with, with, with the whole, with the whole situation. Exactly. It was a, a young woman yeah. you used to loosely date. Yeah. I, there was, there was this girl back in the day, uh, that I used, you know, that I used to know, uh, you know, we had some conversations, we both kind of got to the point where we knew like, okay, we might want to have sex with each other. And, you know, that was cool. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so I went over to her house one day. And- By the way, before you go on, do you ever, are you ever the person, how did, how does that happen for you? It's been a little while. I know your fiance, fiance gang. Mm-hmm. You are always the person or were always the person that allowed the woman to pretty much let you know when that was going to take place. Because you just said you guys had conversations and you realized you were yeah, going to have sex. It's, it's not it's not ever it's not ever something that I ever tried to be pushy about. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah. Because, you know, what I'm saying I'm just I'm just not about that life. I don't got I don't got time to be the next Deshaun Watson. <laughs> Damn, that was good. Um, oh God! I'm not saying that. That's he, where I'm, this I'm not, conversation. I'm not is. saying that he did anything. I'm just saying I don't want to be caught up in that scenario. That's what I'm saying. I think that that scenario is a hard one. I think, and that's kind of where my conversation is going to end up because I think sometimes people ne- they never want to be that person. No, but I think sometimes people end up there wrongfully. So yeah. It, they yeah, I think that that does happen. Yeah, no, it does. It, oh, it definitely but, does. All right, but okay, you guys met. You guys realize you're gonna have yeah, sex. Yeah, we, we yeah we kind of came to the conclusion that we were gonna have sex, and she told me up front that she, and this is you know this might be funny to some people, but everybody has their thing. They have their their kinks. The they little, have their things. Yes, that, that they and like. We to are do. not here to kink shame. No, we're most not. certainly not. No. Because I'm nasty. Quite honestly, she might have seen this as some form of foreplay. Oh, this was definitely foreplay. Yeah, this was definitely foreplay. Yeah, for sure. She told me that she generally liked for for me to, in a sense, take it. (laughs) To to take it. I know that sounds crazy. I know that sounds crazy. Oh, um, to take it. Yeah, now she, you have to, now you, now you know you have to unpack that. I do have to unpack okay, that. Okay, okay. She told me in a sense that she 
you know, it it wasn't going to be easy. Uh it's see these <laughs> words, it's not gonna be easy. I gotta yeah, take like, it. She, she it was it was really strange. It was really strange. Um, I'd never been put in that type of situation before. Um, so yeah, anyways, I get over to the crib. And you by know, the way, can I also say that this is really funny for you, me knowing you again. Anytime I think of you in an instance in which you have to really fucking nut up and be the aggressor in any situation, it's funny to me. To uh, I'm so, gonna be honest. No, I understand that. And to your point, um that that is me. I don't like to be the aggressor, uh, but quite honestly, I didn't think that I was going to have to go through as much as I, I just thought that was just some shit she was saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't think that you didn't, I was yeah. going to actually have to put in as much work as I did. Yeah. And it also, is this something that started once you hit the door? Like, as soon as you- no, 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 no. It was, you know, we went back into, you know, her room. Oh, that's um, even weirder. We we scheduled it because she lived with her. She lived in like a, an apartment with her mom. It was like her and her mom. So mm. we scheduled a time that her mom wasn't going to be there, that I could come over. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, because like we were going to be doing some things. Like right. it wasn't just some casual, you know, come over to the crib. You know, my mom's here. You know, it doesn't matter. You can meet her. Say right. what's up to her. It yeah, wasn't yeah, like that. No, no. So like we knew that we were going to be having sex. And that you were going to be getting physical. A little, yeah. Beforehand. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I, I I went over there and we kind of got into the room. We even started like like kissing and like and, and making out, you know what I'm saying? It was, it was, it, that was easy. That was the easy part. Right. When it came to undressing her. Yeah. Like that was, that was pretty easy as well. But it's almost like she enjoyed running away from me like it was mm-hmm. like like she was some for, form of escape artist yeah like i'm over here trying to like kind of just get her into a comfortable comfortable position and she was literally like yeah fending off like yeah it was, yeah that's it was a little real crazy so so okay so if she had had her own spy y'all were a little older this would have been prime real estate to say for you know, let's do some, let's do some play. Yeah. Let's do some house play where you come in as a robber and she, you know yeah, what I mean? That's, I, it yeah, might've been some I'm shit like that. And I'm the damsel in distress. It might've been some shit like that. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. I could see that absolutely happening. Mm. Um, And like, it was to the point where like, you know what I'm saying? She was like, and, and what's, what's interesting about it is that I did have to kind of like, it, it was, <laughs> Oh yeah, buddy. <laughs> it got find to the your point, words. It got to words. the point where we both just were getting tired, and then that's when the sex actually started. Like we both were kind of like tired. I don't know if that just. I don't know if what we did just. I'm not not. We weren't y'all exhausted. Were, y'all were tired of beating the shit out of each other. We weren't exhausted to the point where we couldn't have sex, but it got to the point where like. All the shit we just went through kind of just bolstered our adrenaline. Yeah, like right. It put us in a place yeah. where like, oh, just yeah. animalistic. Oh, like, now, now we getting it popping. Yeah, now is yeah, the time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like 
that's what it was. That's what that's what it was for her. That's what she enjoyed. Yes. Uh, yes. 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 And but then it transferred over into the sex as well. Like she's like scratching my back. I know it. Scratching my back up. And what's the yeah. one thing that's too rough? I hate. I used to hate acting like I liked my lip almost being torn off my face. There were a couple people. But one in particular I'm thinking about. Yeah, we'll get it. I'll tell you about that later. But one in particular where every single time we were kissing and we're talking about makeout sessions mm-hmm. where she's or during sex where she's biting my bottom lip and like like <laughs> reeling back. Like I'm like, this doesn't go, but so my lip doesn't <laughs> like there's a certain amount of elasticity. It's right. not going but so far. Drawing blood was just like heavy into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was just like, oh yeah, <laughs> dirty girl. <laughs> this shit was not tight. This shit was not tight at all. But okay, so she's scratching your back. Scratching the back, I can, I, I can definitely do. I mean, pain. I have a high pain tolerance, yeah. so there are definitely certain things I can no, do. No, that didn't, that didn't, that it didn't, didn't deter you for sure. Yeah, no, it didn't sure. bother me at all. Yeah, I can um, do all of that. It didn't bother me at all. Yeah. Um, Would you let somebody whip you a little bit? No. With like a little riding crop, you're like, what? Uh, nah. No? It's not like nah. Okay. This it's not doing like, that for you. Yeah, I don't mind the biting of the lip. You can you can put a hand around my throat if you want to. Okay. Like, <laughs> like, if you want to. Yeah, if that if, if that's what you like, like that's yeah, cool with me. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you can put a hand around my throat, like that's fine. Yeah. You can scratch my back up a little bit, but yeah. you're not gonna hit me with <laughs> with an inanimate object. <laughs> I'm not about to get spanked with a paddle in here. Like, I'm good. <laughs> I think it would amaze you if you lived for long enough. You told me you didn't read the book, uh, the picture of Dorian Gray, but you could just imagine if you were fuck, if you just got bit by a vampire and you decided you you know you, well you didn't decide, but you're now just going you just going to live forever. You, you you could imagine yourself getting quite bored with certain shit, like yeah. on like on yeah. your third century of living, <laughs> like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like Whoa. you're a tricentennial, like nigga, you're like I need to do some other things. I, I've traveled the world. I'm clearly wealthy because if you live 300 years and you're not wealthy, you suck. <laughs> like, I'm wealthy. I've traveled the world. Like I got to start doing other things now to feel excitement and to feel yeah. inspiration and stuff like that. It would definitely, I think it would, uh, <laughs> it would interest a lot of people to think about the things that they would be open and available to doing if they just had the time. Because yeah. shit's going to get boring. Yeah, That's what it's like marriage. When you get into marriages... Man, you better find, you better start thinking now. I mean, there's a ton of ways to keep it spicy, and it's not okay. Just, with, just as long as you've been thinking about them, yeah. It's and it's not, not just, getting beat. <laughs> it, well, it's just it's not sexually related in general. Oh, the ways to just keep it spicy. Well, I'm talking about keeping sex spicy. Oh, just keeping sex spicy. Yeah, I'm talking general. about yeah. We're talking oh, about okay, getting okay. hit with paddles and meant, riding crops. I, I and, thought you meant the relationship in general. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm, yeah, I'm talking about um, sex because sex is a huge part. Yeah, no. I mean, th- yeah. There's a lot of it, nigga. There's a ton of ways to keep it spicy without getting hit with a fucking four by four. Like, <laughs> I, I, there's a, there's, it's possible. Okay. All right. Again, but, like I said, I'm nasty. I'm, I mean, not that I've been hit. Have I been hit with anything? No. No, I don't think I have. But I mean, I'm not. Ru- I'm not ruling anything. Out. Well, let me not say I'm not ruling anything. Well, out. I'll tell you this. I I'm not against trying it. I mm. just don't see it being like you're. Me. You're not gonna ask for it. But, no. Yeah, yeah. Like you're not asking. Like, hey, <laughs> go get that. Hey, go get that. Go get that. You know what yeah, I'm talking go, about. Yeah, go get that thing over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Ah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I wanna I'm black as shit, but I still wanna see some red. Oh. <laughs> oh man. Okay, all right. So you guys tussled a little bit. Yeah, we tussled. You guys a got bit. into it. You yeah. feel like yeah, it didn't deter you. Did you like it a little bit? Um, it was okay. I just, I know I expended a lot of energy <laughs> doing it. So it's just like, <laughs> like. Which is okay. It's sex. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's meant to be fun. It's meant to be playful. Yep. Honestly, it really is. And um, if you're doing it right. Yeah, this was one of those. This was one of those. I can't, I don't remember what, when this was. But yeah, I mean, like after that, we, we smoked some weed. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a great time. <laughs> Went our separate ways. Well, uh, I mean, I bring that up because I had a story. Okay. And the more you talked about it, and you use certain words, it ain't gonna be easy. She wanted to. She wanted me to take it. This is and this is the only woman that's ever asked. Of, yeah, I have asked this of me. Yeah, like no other girl woman has asked me to go this far with her. And so, okay, and so, so for this, you weren't necessarily because again, this was all based on the premise that people don't necessarily really give a fuck about guys being okay or comfortable in certain sexual situations. I've spoken to many women that haven't really had to do much work for men to feel comfortable. They just take their clothes off and guys like I'm with whatever you say to me, mm-hmm. we're doing that because I just I'm thirsty. Mm-hmm. OK. I've talked about it plenty of times. I just don't share that same sentiment at this point in my life. So for me, it's not that easy. Right. I, I need some work. I need certain things to be set. Young woman. I was dealing with a little while back. Beautiful. Like, like that mocha caramel, smooth, soft skin. Great teeth. Great <laughs> lips. Beautiful person. All the cues. She drove hour 45, hour 30, something like that to come see me. Damn. Yeah, for sure. Came through to come see me. Yeah. Oh yeah, I didn't text him. Hey, what's up, man? Came in here, made a bunch of noise, but luckily I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> well, now he's just a part of the pod. Uh, everybody, duty came in just now. Whoop whoop, do 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 do. Um. Anywho, so all the cues came through. Got out of her car. I came outside because that's the type of guy I am. Came outside to meet her to walk her through, mm-hmm. right to the to the place. Mm-hmm. Really, we weren't going anywhere. This, these things need to be said. We weren't going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Very sleek, black, like shiny, shimmery dress on, like we were going to the Oscars. Mm-hmm. We weren't going to the Oscars. We were sitting here, and I was making cheeseburgers. So it wasn't even like, yeah. Um, right. Dude, as you might even remember this. Um, <laughs> She had heels on, high heels. Just to come hang out with you. With, just to, that's what I'm, so that's why I'm giving you these details yeah, because lot. it's a lot. But again, you're giving these cues for a reason. Right, right. right? right. <clears throat> Smell good, hair wildly done, like hair was done up. Nope, and this wasn't New Year's Eve. Bro, this <laughs> was just like a fucking Wednesday out of nowhere, like just came through like mm. this. Again, okay. Mm. 
And I think Duty made fun of me for making cheeseburgers too, actually. Because, yeah, yeah, he definitely made fun of me because I was making cheeseburgers. So, and she came through and she like, she looks all beautifully, all glamorous and stuff like that. And then I got cheeseburgers over here. I'm like, yeah. Um, I didn't even pull the salmon out on I didn't, I know, I didn't even, (laughs) I didn't even pull the salmon and asparagus combo out. Yeah, nigga ain't even giving no vegetables. Um, But it didn't matter. This is the point. We had a great night eating food. Watch a little movie or some shit like that. Mm. We go into the room. Candles lit everywhere. The whole ambiance is set, right? Mm. It's a beautiful time. Her clothing fits the ambiance that I've set, minus the cheeseburgers. Right. Okay? We go into the room, and this is this is where things align with you now your, your story. Right. <laughs> We're making out... Like sort of rolling around on the bed, like it's getting hot and steamy. Getting to that point, clothes start coming off. Like you said, the clothes coming off was the easy part. Yeah. Making out all that was the easy part. And and I should also say this beforehand too, <clears throat> because I realized on multiple occasions that she had a certain ideolo- uh, ideological way of setting things in place in relation to her and whomever she was around. What that means is. I think she came from a household where the father was the breadwinner. He was the security. He was all that. She had some view of what a man's position is supposed to be in a relationship and what a woman's position is. Right. And she had made that clear to me on a couple situations, but it wasn't quite as clear as the one that I'm about to say. All right. She says, when all the clothes are off, Well, listen, if you don't take it, I'm just going to sit here and just keep teasing you. It's not going to happen. Interesting. It is interesting because on the premise of people don't give a fuck about what how comfortable men are in social or sexual situations. This rings true to me. Mm-hmm. You're telling me. And what was the football player's name? You just said what's his name? Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. You're telling me that I now have to take, and that's the word, that's the phrasing she used. Now I have to take it yeah. from you. Yeah. The first bit of the sexual experience was, it went by swimmingly because, <clears throat> suffice to say, she just kind of wanted me to like grip her head and fuck her mouth a little bit. Right. Okay. Right. That I was on board with. We could get into that. It happened. It was it was fun. Right. <laughs> Great time. But the transitioning from that to sex was a whole other game. Really? Be- yes. You because you just already in it. Like. Well, yeah. I thought <laughs> like okay, well, <laughs> like we here you now. have <laughs> you have now f- coaxed me into grabbing the back of your head and. F- Forcefully, all skull, <laughs> <laughs> nothing but skull. Forcefully <laughs> jamming my penis inside your face. Okay, that's so inside your face. That's the that's funny shit. <laughs> so, so the, the the problem I have now, and this is where I draw the line, is I'm not doing the same thing with your vagina. <laughs> that I'm not doing that. So when she's just like. Mm, well, okay. Well, like this is nice, but like you again, like I can't do it. Like I'm not gonna, 
Like, you're not getting in here unless, like, you tell you, like, I'm not. And I'm just like, mm, nah, well, I'm, I think I'm, <laughs> I think I'm good. Like, I'm just going to relax. And, like, we, I guess we can just continue to do everything we've done up until this point. Right. Because that's where I'm comfortable at. Uh-huh. And then she's now, now this is where the pool comes. Because there's a bunch of push and pull. Right. Uh-huh. There's, like, this game of dumbass tug of war. Uh-huh. So then it's, oh, no, come here. Uh, and now she's grabbing me and trying to kiss me and pull me closer to her. And then I'm like, okay, cool. So now she's, okay, she's relaxed. Uh-huh. She understands I'm not comfortable with the fuck uh-huh. she was asking me. So now I can just get in here and we can continue to do our things as adults. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then I go to start making the advancement. The advancement would be the, advan- the, the, the advancement of my protruding penis inside her vagina. Okay. And then she's like, oh, no, no, no. Like, you got, you got to take it. What does that like, even mean yeah. at this point? <laughs> hey, the, the idea I'm getting is you want me to take your hands, your legs. You want me to pin you down and pull. <laughs> you uncomfortable yeah, with, I'm just, just, you gotta, uncomfortable with, you with just me talking to you about it. As you shit. should be. And that's that's the whole point I'm getting at is there are mad little quirks out there and uh, kinks that people have and we get it. And again, I'm not there to kink shame because as we just talked about, I'm nasty. People are nasty. It's about what you're into, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. But it's about consent mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Right. And I That just, can be confusing at the, at the It in can that be instance. confusing at right. that point in time. Right. And that's a, that's a weird place to put somebody, especially in this day and age. In this day. Where there's just a bunch of weird shit going on. He says, she say allegations. You don't know what the fuck is going on. Who feels what about what text mm-hmm. messages going through. People have to sort of decipher and decrypt what things meant and what time it happened. <laughs> I don't have time for all of that. Right. Shit. right. I'm not trying to be in that position. You're not trying to be in that position. No, sir. So I'm not doing that. And so we just didn't have, se- that's the end of the story. I didn't have sex with her. Mm. She just kept going. Oh no! Well, no, no, no! But oh, but come here! Oh, but no! But you gotta, you gotta take it. Like I'm, I'm just like, nah. Like I'm not. I'm good. And and that was just, and so so that yeah. so that was that story. Beautiful woman. Sexy. So didn't didn't do it. I Walked into a car. Never saw her ever again in life. I think the point here is, is that some women do enjoy being manhandled. They want to be taken advantage of. They want. No, I know, I know, I know. Please, no. Taking advantage. Manhandled, yeah. I don't know about, yeah, those those aren't synonymous. Yeah, yeah, because taking advantage of makes it seem as though you have the advantage over them. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, back to the word manhandled. Yeah, yeah. Some women just generally, they want to be manhandled. They want you to be aggressive. A little firm hand around the neck. Yeah, they want you to, they want you to put, you know, put their hands in a place. They they want you to, you know, bend them into a pretzel or some shit, you know? So, so I get that. But I think that they got to, those women have to understand that that may put us in an uncomfortable position in which we don't know, you know, because I, like I said, I think about the consequences all the time. You're constantly calculating I think, yeah, what could happen. I think happen. about the consequences. So yeah. like. I'm not about Preparing to take, for the worst. I'm not about to take no L if if this, Hell if, no. if if this for whatever reason if if you know you get to a point where you thought I I took it too far and I'm just like Yeah, what? just like you <laughs> <laughs> 
because like, I'm because not, you can't go back from that. Yeah, you I know what I mean. I'm not taking no. L. Yeah, because at that point they look at you like, oh, I can't believe that you. I told you to do this. I didn't want you. And you're like, well, right. hold on now. Right. Don't, don't do that. Right. Yeah. Right. No. Nah, that's it's it's that's yeah. really really weird. I'm not taking no L. Especially mm-hmm. because I I believe that one of the things that they look for is like intrusion. Yeah. Of the vaginal yeah. area, yeah, right? Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. if you're making me forcefully intrude, then that's what it's going to look like right, to some right, degree. Right. Or does it not? Is, is there... Well, yeah. I mean, they can, you know, if it if if the if the penis goes in, you know, there's pubic hairs, there's possible yeah, semen. Yeah, I know what I'm saying. You know but what I'm man? saying as far as it being forceful, like she's I crossing her leg and being tell. like, you have to pull my legs apart and put now it look <laughs> you're emulating I think they can I think they can tell forceful if something if it was forceful. I think that is it is possible for them to tell if it was forceful. That's I wa- what I'm saying. I watch but, a lot of law and order SVU. Right, exactly. So what I'm saying is they're putting in a position where you have to force them right. open right, to right. do it, then right. you're culpable. Right. You could, yeah, you could Period. Be. You could be. Yeah, nah. You yeah, could nah, be. Yeah, nah. Fuck, fuck and, that. And don't, don't, <laughs> don't be a rich nigga. Oh yeah, don't, nah. oh, don't yeah. be a rich nigga. Yeah, nah. Because I won't necessarily say that that's done for you as far as being rich, but you coming off of some of that, <laughs> like you, like you handing some of that up. <laughs> Damn, court fees alone. Right. Court fees alone, let alone the the, the settlement. Right. Whatever it is you got to do because yeah. you you want that shit off your name as quickly as possible, yep. even though it never actually leaves your name. Once you're caught in that, you're caught in that forever. Yep. People will always look at you because they'll think, okay, let's say, okay, you beat the case or you settle whatever the case may be, but you were in the situation though. Better cover them so bases. You, gotta get them NDAs out. I love that idea, and I think that we need those across yeah. the board. Yeah. Fuck rich. I need to get someone to write some up. <laughs> right. We all need to just get people to write them up. And anytime anything about to happen, yo, I just need you to sign. Like honestly, because mm. I just don't, I just don't know. You want it to be this crazy? I need a signature. What that it, says that you wanted this to be this crazy? My nigga, <laughs> if somebody, somebody comes to the crib and they're fucked up or some shit you don't know about, mm-hmm. and you have sex with them, they black out. Wake up the next morning and you're like, what happened? Where you at? It's where you I'm at. I'm not going to have sex with someone that blacked out. Or are you saying they blacked well, no, out? No, 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 no. They come into your home. You guys are having a great time. You're hanging out, relaxing. But they're awesome shit. They're, maybe they've been doing some drinking before they got there. They're awesome pills, some shit like that. They're off a combination of things. And they're not as there as you think that they are. Mm-hmm. You guys are hanging out, but they're kind of gone. I've hung out with mad people that have been blacked out. And like I didn't know they were blacked out. Like I didn't know that the, the time we were spending with each other wasn't going to make it in their memories tomorrow. Right. I didn't know that. Uh-huh. But if you're caught in a situation where that is the case, but you also have sex with that person, they wake up and look at you and be like, yo, what the fuck happened last night? Do we have sex? It's a weird spot. That is very weird. You took advantage of it? Like, it's just, it's just, it's just weird, bro. It's mm. just a weird spot. And I understand why so many people are afraid to go out speak to other people these days you don't know it's just it's it's a weird it's a weird uh it's a weird climate i guess i should say 
But that's really all I had on that. I just wanted us to share a little bit and just give a little bit more insight into yeah. how you could possibly be feeling yeah. as a man in some of these precarious situations. Yeah. Is is this is this somewhat how you feel with uh India? Felt? Felt. 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 <laughs> Boy. <laughs> felt with the India from the last pod, like in that instance. Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely terrified. But there, there, there have been a few moments where where I was where I was absolutely terrified. Mm, mm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. There've been a couple moments where people got a little too drunk or something like that. And they're just like, now, yeah, I don't know. It's a little hazy. I'm just like, oh God, shit. don't. What you mean? Well, let's piece the let's piece the puzzle together. Like <laughs> for, let's get this haze out of here. Cause there's no reason why this should be it should be hazy. It should be no clouds. It should be no fog. I got perfect recollection of everything. Yeah. Like, what, do we, what do we need to get to? Yeah. And when when my situation happened, this was a while ago. Um yeah, that was a long before time ago. before, you know, the days of of you know real social media the way it is now yeah it was before that you know yeah, what i'm saying yeah, yeah. um and i think that i just took it in stride i'm just thinking like oh well if that's what she wants then that's what i'm gonna do you know what i'm saying yeah exactly exactly <laughs> like i'm here to please but right now like if i was single right now and some girl told me that I don't know that I would. I don't know if I would be comfortable in that situation. Yeah, at all. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's different. Yeah, mature. It's definitely different. Yeah, maturation. It, yeah, yeah. I think maturity has something to do with it too. It does. Like I like we. The dilution of thirst throughout age. Yeah, you know, that helps a whole lot. You know, just a bunch of bunch you know, of horny niggas back in the day. Boy, men and women, men and women, just a yes. bunch of horny motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah, that's 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 all I got on. Yeah. I just, I, just had, I had to bring that up. I had yeah. to, we had to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right, you want to move on to something else? I've, I've sort of commandeered the the whole steering and and uh, direction um, of this conversation. Yeah, I got something <laughs> that people might find funny here. So, um, as Earl will tell you, I've been a father and an uncle for quite a <laughs> quite a bit now, and <laughs> I've gotten to a new stage of parenthood. That oh, this is know, nice. You know, um, maybe I've been a parent for a long time now, but it's just like I'm still learning things about being a parent, though. Um, I've gotten to the point where my son is going through a growth spurt, and it's kind of pissing me off a little bit. <laughs> Nigga got home, he's spending that money. Yeah, S- spending that stim- yeah. that stimmy. Good thing that stimmy just came in. Um, <laughs> so spending a bag on Jacory. I just feel like, I just feel like, okay, he keeps telling me his, his shoes are too small, that his shoes don't fit. And I'm just keep, I honestly, I'm just, you know, this is my first time going through this. I'm looking at him like, like, why are you playing me? Like, I just bought these. Like, stop right, playing with me. Right. Like, He's, like these aren't too small. Like, stop playing with me. Is he going to be larger than you? I don't know. Cause I mean, when he when before he even came out the womb, the doctors were saying like he gonna have some long legs. Mm. <laughs> so I don't know. He might be a little taller than me. Are there tall people on your side? My mom, my grandfather on my mom's side was taller than me. Was like he's. I'm not six foot. I'm like five ten. He was at least six one. The other side. Um. 
No, uh, my dad, my my dad's about this. My dad's like the same height as me. How are you gonna feel? Fuck all of this other talk. Let's let's get down to the to the real talk here. <laughs> how are you gonna feel when Jacory can whoop your ass? How like how, what's 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 gonna happen when the di- when the power dynamic changes from? <laughs> what's gonna happen when the power dynamic <laughs> changes and you realize that your son? Okay, let's not say whoop your ass. But he's a formidable opponent now. When you speak to him, he's looking you right in your eyes. He's right where you at. And he's like, what's up? Let's have a... What you talking about? I, I'm not going to back down. No, I mean, I'm not, I'm, just, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, how do you think you're going to feel we, when gonna, inevitably... we're going to have a conversation that two grown men have. Okay, that's good. All right, that's, that's, that's good. Yep, and he's going to respect Cause you don't Because you don't really have to... You don't really be, like, whooping up on him nah, like nah, that. Nah, nah, nah. Okay. I, I had enough of that in my childhood. Okay, I don't really so you're not, you're not, you're not going <laughs> to have to have that awkward moment where you try to whoop his ass, but he catch your arm midair and be like, nah, nigga, not today. <laughs> nah, we done with all of that. <laughs> <laughs> we done with all of that. And look, he gonna look you. He, we done with that, Keon. <laughs> hey, look, he gonna, he gonna call you your government. You're like, nigga, um, listen, <laughs> fuck out of um, here. <laughs> hey, you want to hear something funny? Mm. I was playing Apex uh, when he was here over the summer. Um, for anyone that cares, Jacory, he doesn't live with me full time. He spends his time with me during the summer and during his breaks from school. Keon um, is a wonderful <laughs> black father and uncle. He's been there from day one. Were you in the delivery room? You better yes. be in it. Oh, he didn't think, was that a lie? <laughs> no, it was one of the Snigger was in the delivery room. <laughs> He's been there buying stuff for him the whole time. You throw the football with him or the basketball or something like Ja'Cory that? Ja'Cory does not like sports. Okay, no, he don't like sports. <laughs> but you play video games with him. You buy him all the stuff he needs. What's you take funny him on is trips. he'll go on a hike, but he won't toss the football with you. Oh, uh, he's just yeah. You don't. I guess that's yeah. for him. Yeah, I don't know. He he likes adventure. And maybe he, he want to be an games. actor or something. He's gonna be one of maybe one. Is he I artsy? Mean, he, is he? He's a little artsy. He likes to draw every every here and there. Um, okay. you know, we'll see. We'll yeah. see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but um, yeah, we just gonna have a man to man conversation, and I think that <laughs> I think I'm hoping that we'll definitely have a level of respect. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it doesn't have to come. Yeah. To any of that wild shit. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Well, I'm. Yeah. We'll definitely have a level. I. I respect. I just remember my brother, like me being yelled at. Clearly, Julian grew larger than me, and he was older than me three years. But there was a point in time in which I remember him saying to me, "He was like, hey, listen." I know that dad's still sort of pressing you, but like we at that age now where <laughs> yeah, this is wild. He, he was just like, this listen, like nah, like like if if he gonna listen, in sibling siblinghood should be like that, mm-hmm. or at least okay, let me okay, my siblinghood was like that. Mm-hmm. My brother and I had that sort of relationship where at a certain point in time, it's like, yo, if dad's come down trying to swing on somebody, it's both of us. Mm-hmm. Like he ain't coming down and swinging on one of us anymore. It's both of us, so he gonna have to deal with that. And that's not he ain't gonna like that dynamic. So like that's a real thing. Yeah, nah, I feel you. Yeah, I feel you. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, nah. Um, so it's it's fucking twenty twenty one. Seventeen years ago. <laughs> Go ahead, continue this because I don't know about this. Go ahead, continue. 17 years ago. Say some bullshit. Here, go ahead. Go ahead. Something happens on the East Coast that a lot of people probably won't understand. Is it only the East Coast of it? It's in like the Midwest, Indiana area. It's in like 
the Maryland, Delaware, lower Pennsylvania area. And it's in like the northern kind of Maryland, D.C. area. It only happens in those areas. Okay. Uh, Shout out. Shout out York, Pennsylvania. We see you. Yeah, York. We see you. We see you, York. What's up, York? (laughs) But, um, cicadas. (laughs) Cicadas. They are about to come and whoop our ass. So I've done my research. Please. They don't just come out every 17 years. Okay. There's several types of species. Okay. That's what I was about to say. I'm like, I don't believe that shit. There's several species of cicada. Some of them come out. Every one to two years. Some of them come out every five to six years. Okay. The ones that are about to come out supposedly this year are the Brood X version of the cicadas. Mm. There's supposed to be like a million of them. Mm. A million of them. They sit underground and they grow and they grow and they grow. You know what they eat? Roots. Plant roots. There's a lot of those. Yes. (laughs) They eat plant roots they sit down there, they shed their skin, they get bigger, they shed their skin, and they continue to get bigger, and they come out from under the ground to mate and uh, fuck around with us. They come out here to have sex right in our faces, on our sidewalks, in our trees. So loud. They're very And they're loud. blind, correct? They're very loud, and they're blind as far as I know. Yeah. So... They will fly and right sm- into your fucking mouth. Smack you right now. Yep. Don't, yeah. And you're going to have And they're to, large. They're large. They're like a good, they're they're, like, they're probably as big as- They a, look like double A batteries. They're probably bigger than that. Oh, shit. <laughs> they, they're probably about the size of them fucking murder hornets that came out Oh, over shit. Yeah. Um, no, but yeah, there's yeah. so many of them. And there's, sometimes they'll just be on the ground. You find yourself got to step on them because they're, they're like this big. So you don't want to step on one. Yeah, it's not like stepping. Yeah, it's not like stepping on an ant or a bee Mm -hmm. or something like that. You step on a cicada, you gonna know it. You step on a cicada. It's so it's so interesting because this world would just give us a bunch of bullshit and just take a lot of the great away from us. Mm -hmm. Cicadas (laughs) will come up in droves of what'd you say, a million? Millions. (laughs) There are like twenty thousand polar bears left <laughs> and they're dying. They say they're not going to make it past the 21st century. Wow. Uh, the, you know, the ice, the the sea ice is melting away, which gives them less land to go yeah, to hunt. And, and hunt. Mm-hmm. So they're slowly dying off. So they start eating their own cubs because they can go 180 days mm-hmm. of fasting, mm-hmm. which is wild. Yeah. But I think once once it starts to get down to them days, they just start eating their own cubs, mm-hmm. which is wild. And they can swim for <clears throat> hundreds of miles nonstop, no break. Mm-hmm. These great majestic beasts of the ice of the Arctic mm-hmm. are on their way out. It's going to be interesting. It is interesting to look at things go extinct. <laughs> To look back and say, wow, remember that animal? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's gone now. Yeah, we just continued to not give a fuck about them. They're gone um, now. Red wolves. But yeah, we got fucking cicadas. We can't get rid of them, but yeah, <laughs> the polar bears. Yeah, but they, they be underground. They'll be- <laughs> I know. No, like, just imagine, like, just all of them just sitting underground right out there right now. I th- the, the last time cicadas came out 
We were like 14. I remember people talking about all the things that they use cicadas for oh, yeah. when they them. do. People it's like a delicacy. And everything. They grill yeah. them, mm-hmm. they fondue them, mm-hmm. throw them on a skillet. Mm-hmm. They do all sorts of yep. shit with cicadas. Yep. I think they had, they're high on, I think like a lot of insects are like this, super high yeah, on I'm a lot sure of nutrients got, yeah, and I'm stuff sure like that. they got some great protein in them. And they only come out every 17 years. So, so I'm, that's more of a Would you try a style of cicada cuisine? A style. Don't have to be the chocolate ones. Don't have to be. Yeah, it just depends on what you're what, like, what they're me. doing. Yeah, it just depends on what you're serving me. How's it cooking? But up? you would try it out. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, okay. Would, We're would, pretty would, open here at the ALW yeah, I would, pod. I would give it a shot. You would shot. you you would give getting whipped by a woman a shot if that's what she really wanted. I, and I you would love. try that. You would try to it see out. if it works for me. You would eat some cicadas if it, if it turns out it's prepared correctly uh-huh. or you know, nicely enough. That's that's good. That's good to hear. Mm-hmm. That's good to hear. You know, speaking, we're still young enough. Yeah, and young enough inside. We're yeah. still young enough so I just still want to get out there and be adventurous and learn new things and experience new things. That's great. Speaking of experiencing new things, I took a page out of your book um, from last week's pod about saying yes to something. Oh, so um, St. Patrick's Day just passed and a lot of people eat corned beef on St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day passed. Yeah, what day I, was I that? Knew, I knew that you were going to know that. Um, Wait, what day was that? That was, was this past Wednesday. Okay. <laughs> um, I, you know that's so funny because I knew that you, I, I knew that I might even get a reaction like that from you. Um, anyways, St. Patrick's Day just passed, and shout out to John Mayer. St. Patrick's Day is a beautiful song. Continue. St. <laughs> Patrick's Day just passed, and a lot of people eat corned beef and cabbage on St. Patrick's Day. Mm. But what a lot of people also do with corned beef is they make Rubens. You ever had a Reuben? Is that some sort of sandwich? Yeah, the sandwich. Oh, okay, like a hoagie. Uh, it's not generally put on a hoagie. It's on like rye bread. Oh. Rye, rye bread. Okay. Um, so it's rye bread. It's corned beef, sauerkraut, Thousand Island dressing, and pickles. And I'm sure there's a lot of different ways you can style it up, but I think that's the general consensus of making a Reuben. Okay. So, um, sauerkraut. You know, I'm. <laughs> you know, I'm just like, <laughs> the fuck, sauerkraut. Why do I want to, what is, what is that? Like what? I was a little turned off by eating a Reuben when it was suggested to me. Okay. Um, by my fiance. Um, I was a little turned off. I'm like sauerkraut. Like, you know, did I, maybe I could have it without the sauerkraut. So she's like, well, nah, we ain't going to do that. Yeah. We're not going like, to do that. You, you, you can, Reuben. you can try it first. Yeah. And then make your modifications. Yeah. Afterwards. And then she looked at me and she was like, you would have never let me go to Mario's for the first time and have that sub without the cabbage or the mustard. The mustard. So you're going to eat this Reuben with the sauerkraut. For sure. So I was like, okay, yes. Solid point. I can get behind that. Let's do it. So we get the sauerkraut. Of course, I'm like, let me see what the fuck this is. I open it up, taste it. It's got kind of a sweet and sour taste. Yes. Um, I don't know if it's, I don't know what it's made of, onions or cabbage. I don't know right, what it is. Right, right. Yeah, it's of the family. But it's got some sort of crunch to it. Yes. And it's got like a sweet and sour taste. And I'm just in, instantly in my mind, I'm just thinking, because I've had corned beef. Mm-hmm. I love corned beef. I've had Thousand Island dressing. I know what that tastes like. Right. Um. So I'm just like, okay, let's give it a shot. That motherfucker was good. <laughs> it was good. So I tried something new. I said yes to something new and I enjoyed it. And I'm actually going, there's plenty of corned beef left over, and I'm going to have another one. 
<laughs> sometimes you just have to, sh- as funny as it is, shut the fuck up and say yes at the same time. Yep. Sometimes it's just what you have to do because you just don't know what will be your next favorite thing. Not saying this is your next favorite thing or just something else that you can incorporate in life. I was having a conversation uh, let's just say with somebody, because this, this might make them look a little wild. Okay. But but they were they were telling me that, and there's someone close to me. They were telling me, yeah, you know, like I want to I want to put more content out. Like I want to film some more stuff and put some more content out. But I realized in evaluating myself, I don't really like a lot of things in life. Like a lot of things in life don't excite me or interest me. So it's hard for me to find things that I can do content with. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. I was like, is that where it stops? He's like, yeah. Yeah, like that's <laughs> it's funny to me where people's thought process stops. Because for me, if that was the case, if I thought, yeah, it's not really much for me to do because I don't really like much, I would be thinking about ways to incorporate <clears throat> to say yes to more things experience more, cast a larger net so that I could find small things here and there that I do like because ultimately that's going to make me a happier person. Mm -hmm. If I know that there are more things in life that I like and can connect to, that's ultimately going to make you feel more fulfilled and happier. So I don't understand why you would just stop it. Yeah, I don't really like things. I'm just, this is just where I'm at. That's the general phase of life that I feel like I'm going through right now. Mm. I'm opening up doors for myself. I'm not waiting for anyone to ask me to tag along. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm going on hikes without you. Right. For sure. Um, You know what I'm saying? I'm out here fishing Mm. without the person that introduced me to fishing. Mm. Um, You know, I, it's, it's, it it is, it is really fulfilling just adding something to your, to your, you know, your, you, uh, your, Utility belt, right? Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? yeah, yeah. It's it's it's. But it's you're not necessarily. But you haven't necessarily picked up anything that someone hasn't brought to you, though. You just looked at something. It's like you know what? I'm just gonna do this. Like no one I know is into this, but I'm just gonna go off and do it. Um, I guess yeah, you could say that podcasting. Yeah, I guess that would be one. That I think that would be it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. was your idea. Yeah, I'm doing this because you said so. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because you hit my line and said, hey, Earl, we should do a podcast. Yeah. It would be a good idea. Okay. So, the, yeah. The yeah, there's that one. Yeah. I yep. guess that's about it. <laughs> All right. That's good. But I still do. I do just enjoy opening myself up to to things. Yes. I'm really enjoying that. Really enjoying that. I, right now, am shuffling up these meaningfulness cards mm-hmm. because we're going to pick a new one today. All right. We clearly have another one to get to. Right. Oh, fuck that. Before we get to that, hold on a second. We gotta, we gotta get into these lyrics. Oh yeah! Oh my gosh! Oh yeah! By golly, I almost forgot. We have been doing a thing every now and again. Talk to the people, Kim. Uh, well, I mean, you know what it is. We running these lyrics off that are that could put people in jail. <laughs> if uh, if they were brought to yeah, the court of law to a court of law for any of the crimes talked about in said song. Yep. And they're hilarious. Yep. And I think I would like you to go first because I have, have I have one. I have two. So I'll go first. Okay, yeah, you go first cuz I actually have a surprise for you. You're not ready for this. Okay. Yeah. So my first one is from 50 cents the Massacre from a song called 
ski mask way. <laughs> um, shout out to TX. I think that used to be one of his favorites on this album. <laughs> Um, I'm going to read <laughs> Ski Mask yeah, Way is I'm, fucking hilarious I'm on gonna its own. I'm going to read um, a little bit from a verse in this song and you can, you know, tell me what you think about it. <laughs> Go for it. All right. So I, I'm actually read the chorus uh, in a little bit of a verse. Nigga, that watch is nice. That's what you bought for me. <laughs> that chain is nice. That's what you bought for me. The mid rings is nice. That's what you bought from me. Take that shit off. Take that shit off. Move. I'll break you off properly. I get my fast way. I'll break you off. Let's let's let's, let's for a second. I'll break you off properly. Yeah. What does that mean to you? Um, I will take this shit from you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Continue. I get mine the fast way, the ski mask way. Make money, make money, 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 nigga. If you ask me. It's the only way. Take money. Mm. Take money, money. Now, here's where it gets real crazy. You want to spread me? Go ahead. The last nigga that tried got hit, killed over, and bled till he died. Okay. Your little sister calling you stupid. Reason why? <laughs> Her and your mama in the living room now hogtied. <laughs> I came up with two way, two new ways to get rich. I can't wait. Got a brand new SIG in that old 38. So, okay, so go ahead, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. He's so, so he's being taken to 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 court for um, a murder, murdering hypothetically. Someone. This yeah. is hypothetical. He's, this isn't actually happening. Hypothetically, murdering someone, right? Uh, also, hypothetically, hog tying that person's sister and mom. <laughs> yeah, you can't have that. You can't have that. That is a scene. If that happened, you can't have a lyric that no. says you did that shit. And that's a scene straight out of uh, Paid in Full. Not sure if anybody that's listening has ever seen yeah, that. Someone's seen it. But uh, it's a scene straight out of Paid in Full. That's fucking hell. And, and he just named the gun, the caliber gun, Yes, correct? he also yep. named. That, that's what'll get you. Yes, he also told you that he got a new SIG and he also has an old 38. So if a 38 caliber was used. Exactly. In, in this situation, might tie you up a little bit. Might tie you up a little bit. So, this is where this is how I decided to take it. This is this is my this is my left turn here. Mm-hmm. This is my fastball. This is my curveball here. Mm-hmm. When we first started talking about this, you were upset. You were upset because you said that the Maryland court was saying rap music, mm-hmm. and that you felt like that clearly was. A direct shot for black people. Right. In that if they're going to do this, it should be all music. All music. In that cover all in that in that even if the numbers are still gonna be skewed, it's still open and available for other people doing dirt in other ways, in other music, talking Uh about it. To yeah, get their ass yeah, put away yeah, too. Don't don't because because if this ha- if the same situation happens to someone else, some white guy or anything like that, now what you got to introduce a whole brand new bill just to just to get rock music involved? No, cover all your bases. So this is the surprise I decided to take because they, they talk about things differently, they do things differently, they go through different problems, they talk about different dirt. Mm-hmm. This is a song. By the band Disturbed. Came out a long time ago. A lot of people may know it was on Rock Band. Down uh-huh. with the Sickness. Uh-huh. Let me read you some of these lyrics. All right. 
<laughs> this is this is very this is a pivotal point in the song for anybody that's heard this. And maybe he was screaming, so you didn't quite make out all the words. I'm here to clarify. <laughs> the singer of this song said, "And when I dream, no, mommy, don't do it again. Don't do it again. I'll be a good boy. I'll be a good boy. I promise." No, mommy, don't hit me. Ah, why'd you have to hit me like that, mommy? Don't do it. You're hurting me. Why do you have to be such a bitch? Why don't you, why don't you just fuck off and die? (laughs) Why can't you just fuck off and die? Why can't you just leave here and die? Never stick your hand in my face again, bitch. Fuck you. I don't need this shit. You stupid, sadistic, abusive fucking whore. Would you like to see how it feels, mommy? Here it comes. Get ready to die. (laughs) That nigga was hurt. (laughs) He was hurt. Now, if for any reason (laughs) that guy's mom died and it was declared a homicide. Mm -hmm. They got to take a look at that. They got to take a look at it. Yes. At least. They got to Because take I have a hard time thinking that he wrote these lyrics and didn't go through some of yeah. this. Oh, no. Right? Like, oh, no. yeah. He definitely got his ass yoked up a bit. Right. Especially. Yeah. That, that's yeah, it's pretty crazy. So <laughs> I just, I would give you a rock song. All right. <laughs> that, that, that could be held to those standards. So that's my thing. Dying with that sickness. So I got another one. <laughs> this is from Waka Flocka's Hard in the Paint. Oh, classic. 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 What's up, pussy nigga? What's up, <laughs> punk nigga? Oh my God. <laughs> Blackout on that nigga. Make your mama's mamas miss you. Woo! Hope you got killers with you. Hope you got your niggas with you. Hope your goons riding with you. They gonna fucking miss you, nigga. Nigga with an attitude like ease and cube. When my mother, when my little brother died, I said, fuck school. I picked the burner up. Then I grabbed some marijuana. Two years later, screaming, now I'm here, your honor. (laughs) Glock 9, the SK if you want the beef. Shorty point blank range, I put your ass to sleep. Shorty talk is cheap, so watch what you say. Broad day in the air like this shit Legal. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Like this shit legal. Like we don't give a fuck. I this so basically he telling he telling you don't fuck with him. He will shoot you in broad daylight. Oh my god. And make anyone that you love miss you. He think he Frank Lucas. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. Golly. Right. Um, and he goes hard in the motherfucking paint. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah. That? Yeah. Yeah. No, these are all. Yeah. Good thing. None of these, these people we've talked about. Well, a couple of the people that we talked about on the prior episodes did do some of this shit and did go to jail and are uh-huh. in jail right now. for. Nigga. But it's good thing. None of these people have had any of these yeah. things. I don't know if wild. Walker went to jail for this, but I'm certain that nigga's been to jail. <laughs> Hold on, man. You can't do that to Waka. You don't know that. Well, you, you don't know that. <laughs> I, I don't know that for sure. Mm-hmm. But, 
but I'm sure <laughs> that they went to jail. <laughs> oh. it, I was, As a black man, I feel like he went to jail. <laughs> I, I didn't even say it like that. I definitely didn't say it like that. Because I've, I've never been to jail. As so, a black man, I just feel like not, I can, I can empathize with, you know, why he would have went to jail. Like, I understand mm-hmm. as a black man what it's like to have your shit out in broad daylight like it's legal <laughs> and put niggas in the ground. As a black man, you know, because sometimes we got to put niggas in the ground. You feel me? I know what it's like. To make your mama's mamas miss you. Yeah, for sure. I know. I, yeah, I hated the last time I had to do that to somebody. Man. It's like <laughs> as a black man, what am I supposed to do? I got, I got to live up to it. Anyway, okay, so let's let's get into. We're done with those, right? Let's get into these meaningfulness questions and let's get the fuck out of here, right? The one that we have pulled for today is: What makes you feel loved, Keon? Open up. Um, Show us your heart. What makes me feel loved? The word is intimacy. And I'm going to read the definition because I know a lot of people are probably just thinking, oh, sex. Or, yeah. You know, uh, something with some with your significant other, cuddling, mm-hmm. yeah. things like that. I do enjoy those things too. But- A lot of people are stupid. But, but I'm going to read you because usually there's actually- there's usually Not our listeners. You guys are smart. <laughs> there's usually more than one definition for words out there. And I'm going to read you the definition that I have. Um, doom, doom, doom. Hold on. Because I'm, I'm trying to figure out which one I, which one. Okay, here we go. A close, familiar, and usually affectionate or loving personal relationship with another person or group. Now, the way that I want to break that down is the way that I feel intimacy works for me is just having people in your life that you know they they love and care for you. They have your best interest at hearts uh, at at heart. Uh, they have some sort of loyalty to you. Those are the type of things that make me feel loved. And you can experience that. Um, and Earl can tell you firsthand that I'm really, I'm a real family guy. Like, I mean, well, Earl is too, but. Yeah, <laughs> yeah nigga, you gonna stop painting this story of me being that fucking asshole, nigga. Like, you gonna stop that. You talked about you being a nicer person to me in general. <laughs> you being a family man. You over here doing this um, and that. Fuck you. I nigga. appreciate love. I love love. I love Oh, you love one of those niggas. When it comes from Earl, when it comes from my mom, when it comes from my fiance, my sister, um, the intimacies of knowing someone like fully in their heart, in their mind, in their soul. Um, and honestly, I can only really feel this with people that are really close to me. You obviously can't feel that intimate with someone that's not that close to you. Would you say that your favorite love language was? Did you say that it was your top one? You have 
words of affirmation. You have quality time. You have gift giving. I, it, it was physical touch. It was probably physical touch or quality time or something okay, like yeah, that. Because I'm not really gonna touch you much, but yeah, quali- we do spend quality time together. So yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, we spend a lot of time together. I don't know, nigga. We we dap each other up. We that's get- <laughs> that's not what you. Look at. That's not shut your. But it, but but see, that's not the way that we show intimacy. Right. Each yeah. Other. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Quality time, and, and that's why I say that. There's different levels. Words of, of affirmation, which is the we whole don't reason give, we don't really give gifts. No. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly, if if nigga, if you wanted to exchange gifts, I'd do it, but that's just not you. Yeah. I would exchange yeah. gifts with this nigga. Yeah. If he was that's definitely guy. receiving gifts is definitely the lowest one for me. I truly don't give a fuck. Oh no, I mean, I don't care about receiving gifts. I'm more of a giver. I'm. I, I like to give gifts. Right. 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 Like I don't. I don't even care. About receiving gifts. Well, we're talking about your love language, so it would be gift receiving. Like that would be what you want from your. Oh no! Other. What I what I want from people is just quality time. Quality time. Yeah. Quality I think that's time. That's what you're looking for. Um, and 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 I I guess that's just another form of intimacy. But I think intimacy is just an umbrella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just subsumes all of those things. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's, I, that's I enjoy quality time. I enjoy physical touch. Um. I do enjoy giving gifts. I I mean, I don't sit here and act like I don't like receiving gifts. Gifts right. are great. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm way more of a giver than I am a receiver for sure. Okay. All right. So that's what makes you feel loved. I, I mean, so many things for me, but definitely people are fucking terrible. And I, and I understand why for, for many reasons, but people are pretty terrible at giving compliments to mm-hmm. people. <laughs> And a lot of times people wouldn't necessarily know that they wouldn't have the wherewithal. They wouldn't be privy to the fact that what they're giving someone has been stepped on because the the person they're saying it to has heard this one million times. But when people give very well thought out compliments about things that you care about, like things you've taken time to foster in your life, things you've worked for to build. And they can give you a specific moment in time that aligns with that, that they they can paint the picture and let you know, remember that time you did this thing or whatever. Like That sort of gave me the vibe or sort of let me know that you were this type of person or this is what you give to people. This is what you have to to expel mm-hmm. from your your body, your soul. This is just this is the aura that you give off. Mm-hmm. To this day, again, best compliment I've ever gotten was the fact that, like the Chopped series or any of this fucking stuff that you watch, you know, on Food Network, where they just get a few items and have to run and make a whole gourmet meal with it. And you just can't fathom how someone could do that. When someone told me that that's the way that they see what I do with different ideas and information and then put them into words and give them a nicely made plate or whatever the fuck it is I'm talking about that day. That was really well thought out. That was a really well thought out compliment to give someone. Mm -hmm. And those are the sorts of compliments that I like to give people Mm -hmm. because those stick. Mm -hmm. Oh, you got a nice smile. Oh, you're really nice. You're fun to be around. You're funny. Like They're nice. Then those shouldn't just be shat on. I'm not saying that. But the, the ones that you take time to really personalize about someone, those those really mean something to me. Those and and this also goes along with it because it comes down to being an active listener on the other end is taking some stuff that we've talked about in prior conversations 
and then dropping them like little Easter eggs in our now present and future conversations. Mm-hmm. That just that just shows me love because it allows me to understand I can continue to give you my time and my effort because you're respecting me. Just like I asked of the local black businesses, you're respecting the time and the effort that I'm giving you. And I can see that because you're really actively listening to the things I'm saying. You're internalizing them and you in and, and it's on such a deep level that you're able to map these things that I've talked about before into our future conversations in other dynamic ways, which is really cool. It's thoughtful. It's considerate. Yeah, it's it that sort of stuff blows me away. And it maybe it doesn't seem like the hardest thing to do or the craziest thing to think about. But sometimes it's just the little things. Sometimes it's just the, the little things. Sometimes people want to go like way above they feel like they have to do the wildest grand gesture in order to make someone feel loved. But a lot of times for me, it's just it is the the small things. Mm-hmm. Quality time for me is definitely that love language. I was um I was talking um about this yesterday with my fiance. Uh, this very question. And I asked her, I was like, what do you think my love language is? And she told me praise. And I was just like, well, okay. Wait, meaning you give it or you receiving? Okay. I'm with her. I think that it could be said better, but I am with her. And I I don't think she's wrong about that. But when I started thinking about it, I was just like, damn, I don't want a bunch of people like just, worshiping me or like just oh Keon oh my god you're oh my you're the greatest oh my god no I I, I don't think you that's what that's what my first thoughts were yeah praise is a strong word it seems strong like it has a strong connotation you know but I guess in a sense I do like I feel like I'm a very genuine person I put good energy out there so for someone to be able to maybe acknowledge that I guess I do appreciate that. Like, I love that. I like that. Nah. I, so you, so you, I'm going to go at it from a different angle because okay. I, I, I maybe I agree with her. This is what I'll say. And I've talked to you about this before, so this really shouldn't come up as a surprise. Okay. It's cool if someone tells me that they like something I do or, you know, that they believe in me and that I can do something like those things are cool. I'll take it in. Positive reinforcement. It's what a lot of people work off of. Okay. You happen to be one of those people. Okay. I know that in order to get the best out of you, I have to be cognizant of the way that I'm treating you. I, <laughs> I, I'm i cognizant of this. Like during the podcast, this is something I'm cognizant of. I can't barrel down on you with, and, and clearly, I mean, it's just not a nice thing to do anyway, but with insults, I can't take too many jabs. I can't poke and prod too much at what it is you're trying to do at the moment because that may take you off track because you will be looking at me thinking that I'm double thinking whatever the fuck it is you're talking about Mm -hmm. or you're trying to do. And that's going to make you go back in your mind and be wondering why the fuck it is I'm looking at you crazy so now you're going to be looking at me crazy and you're not going to get the we're not going to get the best outcome. Right. That That's not how the best product is is derived from you. That's not right. how it's driven. That's not how you're driven. That's not how you're built. Mm-hmm. I am the type of person where if someone tells me 
they're not understanding me or I'm not doing something right or I can't do something. I'm lit. Mm-hmm. I'm lit. We about to sit here for as long as it takes for me to get this message across to you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hit you with mad different angles because I can come at you poetically. I can rhetorically. I'll set a, a story in place. I tell you literally, figuratively, whatever has to happen. I'm going to find a way for you to understand what it is I'm talking about. For you, Yeah, for, you, for us to have a connection in this given point in time. Or if you're just saying I can't do something, I'm just going to I'm just going to go do it. I'm going to find that like because I believe that if I put my mind towards something, I can get it done. So that's just that's just me. Mm-hmm. I can work very well off of negative reinforcement. Mm-hmm. And so when I think that she says that, at least that's my scope of what it is she's saying no. is you don't do well with negative mm-hmm. reinforcement. It's better to to let you know maybe something it is that you're doing wrong. But at the same time, is that more it, of a constructive criticism? Yeah, it's got to be sandwiched. It would be better if it was sandwiched between two compliments. <laughs> OK, <laughs> she got to hit you with like a compliment. Uh, OK, this is what we have to work on. And then another compliment. OK, so that you feel the security of. I can see that. Yeah. I yeah. See that. Yeah. So that's that's where I that's what I think she was coming with. Unless she explained it completely different than that. Well, she definitely didn't explain it um, in that way. Yeah. But um. I, I'm, I'm trying to think back on the fucking conversation. Um, she explained it in a way that made sense. Okay. But she didn't explain it in a way where I took it, where I was thinking like, damn, I don't want people to just be like feeling like they have to like yeah. be nice to me or something. Right, right, right. Because right, it's right. not like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you can, I can take constructive criticism. Mm-hmm, you right. know what I'm saying? But I guess just I Just make it constructive. Yeah. And yeah. not just, yeah. Yeah, just don't, like, don't shit on me. Sheer just, nut shriveling criticism. <laughs> <right>. like, <laughs> like, just tell me how I can be better. Don't just be like, yo, like, I don't, like, what the fuck is going on? Like, don't. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, because that's not going to help me. Yeah. You know well, what I'm well, again, that's that's not constructive on either side. Right. If, if your objective is for anything to get better, then as the person coming out and calling you out, mm-hmm. it wouldn't make sense on my side to even just say that to you. Mm-hmm. At that point, I'm just shitting on you and I'm not making anything better. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just think it's a consideration thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I got. Okay. You ready to pull this card? Yeah. <laughs> all right. I've shuffled this deck a million times. We're here to pull this n- new meaningfulness card. Where have you found peace? These are interesting. These are interesting fucking questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of them they're gonna take, but that's okay. We got a week. We take some time, think about them, come up with something creative, come back, do all of that. Is there anything else that we really need to talk about? I think I got all my yeah, shit man. off. I got that's everything. All I got. Yeah. I hope. Listen, like I said, this episode, it we went all over the place. Today. Yeah. This, this is. episode is brought to you by this upcoming phrase: the path of least. Resistance is rarely the path of wisdom slash greatness. Maybe we should have called this podcast the pod less traveled. Uh, that would have been tight. You fuck. You just put that on the air. We're going to have to take that and copyright it right now. <laughs> anyway. All right. <laughs> all right, I think that's all, that's all we got. Oh, wait. No. Last words. Last words. Last words. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You do that. Um, You're a piece of shit. <laughs> no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> um, you know what? I'm just going to run with what Earl's been preaching. And I'm just going to say, try and take the road less traveled. You don't know what you'll find there, but it's probably something pretty cool.
Yeah, and I would say that being courageous is, and this is just off the top of the head right now, now we're talking about all this, is, you know, being courageous and being brave is not you running around feeling as though you don't fear things in life. Mm -hmm. That's not that. That could possibly be being a fucking idiot. Because <laughs> you're not, because there's some things you need to be afraid of. Like, you need to look around and see if there's danger around you. Right? Follow your instincts. You're right. Being courageous, being brave is knowing what to do with that fear, knowing how to channel that energy and make it work for you and the people around you. Be courageous. Go speak your mind. Your last words. Woo! Ow! 52. We out. Peace.